the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. This is Jennifer, and I'm so glad that you stayed with us because today I have a very special guest, and her name is Sherry Hooley. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am excited. You know, Sherry is Bruce Hooley's wife from the Bruce Hooley Show. I don't know if you all have listened to it, but that's on 98.9 The Answer. And Bruce talks about current events and biblical from a biblical perspective, biblical worldview. But Sherry, we cannot just introduce you as Bruce Hooley's wife. <laughs> that's always, how most people know me, yeah, so that's okay. I'm okay with that. I, I'm Doyle's wife, so I get it too. I'm like the pastor's wife, so I understand. Um, but no, you have so much in you and to offer and as a wife, as a mom, as an author. And when you're sitting here, she she brought into the studio, what, like five books and you're on the sixth? Yep, getting ready to finish up the sixth one. Hopefully I'll have that published next month. Which is amazing. And the, so tell us just really quickly about these books. Well, I have three daughters. Uh, I thought I would have sons because I was an athlete and so I was all ready for sons. But God chose to give me three daughters, so I had to figure out how to raise girls. And when they uh, became teenagers, I wanted them to have an option of something they could read that would be uplifting, uh, something that they would... Um, find fun. So obviously yeah. a little romance in it because that's what all teenagers want. Oh, that's good. But it's all from a like a, a biblical worldview. They're not Christian books per se, mm-hmm. um, but we have Christian values in them. Just good, um, you know, just good values. Oh, and that's yes. what I wanted for, that's what I wanted my girls to read. So I just thought I would put something out there that would be interesting and encouraging. And what, so what age range do you think would like just really get into these books? Probably 14 to 18 is probably the target market. Now, my 12-year-old reads them, and she loves them. So mm-hmm. she's always, Mom, read another chapter. Right, right. So <laughs> so she's the main reason I have so many written. She's prodding you along. She does. I know. Right now, we've already I've started the next one, even though I haven't actually published the one before it. But every day, she's like, Mom, have you read another chapter? So, um, so she's 12. But I would just say there's dating relationships in it. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, 12 is a little bit young to be, you know, encouraging that type of relationship mm-hmm. between boys and girls. So it's not like there's nothing graphic in it, sure. um, you know, but it's just the normal flirting amongst teenagers. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I would say like 14 to 18. Oh, that's so wonderful. I mean, yeah. good material for teenagers is really important, really, really important. But you do other things. You, you're you a golf instructor. Is that right? Yes. Love it. Love working with women. Um, love the game of golf. So it's just fun to put those two things together. That's awesome. And photography for seniors? Yes. Senior photography. So I'm busy right now during that. Um, yeah. But I, I love meeting the... That's my main thing about what I do in life. I'm passionate about people. Mm-hmm. And so photography just introduces me to just a different group of people. And I just love it. That's so good. And it, it's senior year is kind of like really special and fun and... Mm-hmm. Everybody, they're probably getting them made now, even though they don't graduate until 
Yeah, the big time for senior photography is in the fall Mm -hmm. of their senior year because they most yearbooks you have to have it turned in by December, Mm -hmm. so you have to get it done, and then they want to be handing them out all year to their friends and and stuff like that. So this is a big time. Yeah. So so what if somebody wanted to get a hold of you? How would they? I have a website, flashesofun.com. Flash so there's so one fun. F. It's O fun. It's not of fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so www. Awesome. And uh, yeah, very good. Well, you know, here on Simply for Women, we love to just chat and to hang out and to talk about mm-hmm. God. I know that that seems so simple, but just what? Tell us about how what God's done in your life. How has He moved in your life? It's uh, hard to put it into words. Uh, I won the lottery when I was born because Mm -hmm. I was born to a mom and a dad who loved each other. They loved um, their kids and they loved Jesus. And so from the day I was born, I felt that unconditional love. And my parents have a selfless love. I don't. And to me, I see that as being kind of rare. And so from the day I was born, I experienced that. So um, I grew up in church. And so I remember accepting Jesus as a three-year-old, which seems young, but I remember the day. So I know that I meant it. And then when I was seven, I rededicated uh, my life to to God at Bible school. Mm -hmm. And then teenage years hit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right? And so as a teenager, I think that's probably the hardest time because you're so Mm self-consumed and you're into yourself. And so it's hard to find a relationship with God when you're so concerned about who your friends are and what they think of you because you're not really thinking about what does God think of me. So I struggled during those years. I struggled with um, selfless, selfishness, Mm -hmm. but not in a way that other people would notice. Just I noticed I was athletic and I wanted to accomplish everything I wanted to win everything. Mm -hmm. And so my focus was on my accomplishments, not on my relationship with others. And so that was kind of a a dark time where I kind of, I rebelled in a, um, not in a physical way. I rebelled Mm -hmm. kind of mentally or emotionally, um, turning God off. Um, But I always knew that I wanted a relationship with him. I just didn't know how to find it. Right. And then in college, um, my parents were very wise. They could Mm -hmm. see that I was not going down a path that was healthy. So they were adamant. I go to a Christian college. Um, Mm. this is a, just kind of an interesting side note, but I had a full ride scholarship to Arizona state university and my parents would not let me go. Instead, they took on student loans to send me to Houghton college in New York. They let me pick any Christian college I wanted to go to. And so I lived in Arizona, Phoenix, Mm. Arizona, and I chose to go to a Christian college in upstate New York. (laughs) So (laughs) I'll see you guys later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't because of their strong uh, biblical foundation. It was because they had horses and they had a ski slope and they had a great basketball program. But God can take our bad intentions and he can use it for him. So while I was at Houghton, um, just having a great time and loving it, he also uh, brought me back to himself during my college years. So was that wisdom on your on the part of, did it, it probably didn't feel like wisdom at the time. <laughs> my parents, yeah, right, right. No, I was, I was a little upset because my, my friends were going, you know, to the state schools. But, um, when I got the brochure and, and saw that I'm, I'm a horse lover. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that I could go there and I could ride horses and do everything I wanted to do, I was like, okay, I can do this. And, That's good. Um, and now looking back it, I just don't know where my life would be now if they hadn't made that. And it was a sacrifice. They didn't have the money, but to them, my spiritual growth was more important than any money. Um, and so they put their money where their mouths were and they, and they allowed me that opportunity. Well, that's encouraging, you know, cause we do make par- sacrifices as parents and to see mm-hmm. it, it does pay off. It's worth it. It is worth it. You know, I'm sure there are times where they doubted that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But now, um, you know, just to see where it has uh, directed my life and, um, so in college, you kind of renewed your faith and started growing in the Lord. 
where did it go from there after graduation? What happened? Okay, so it was kind of a, it was a long path. That's when I really knew that I wanted more Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had enough experience to know that Jesus brought joy, but I didn't really know how to find it. I was still searching because mm-hmm. God doesn't just open the door all at once so you get it. So it was a day-by-day, step-by-step process from, right. from that point on. Um, and so then I didn't actually meet Bruce and get married until I was um, later on in life. We won't tell we any We don't want to come backwards, <laughs> but it was, I was actually 30 when we got married. So I had some That's time good. in there. I just had fun with my friends and, um, and, and God used that time to help, to help, help grow me in my faith. Oh, that's so good. So you and Bruce have been married for over 20 years, 20-ish. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Good. So uh, 2021, this was our 20-year anniversary this year. And three kids. And three, yes, three kids. Katie's our oldest. She's uh, 17. And then mm-hmm. Rach is 15. And Lexi's 12. Awesome. Do you think those years in high school, when you kind of went through that time, had any inspiration toward writing your books for teenagers? That is almost all of the inspiration mm. that I have. I just know what it's like to struggle in those years. I had some really dark days when I was just so depressed. If I, I've always had a passion for writing. I never really thought I would publish, but I've always written. I have a book that I wrote when I was in high school that actually the main character commits suicide. Mm. And it's, it was based on my experiences. I never would have probably done it, but I was playing with the idea. And I know that Satan put those thoughts in my head. And there's so many girls out there that struggle with that um, they just trying to find themselves. And so I wanted to create some books where they could relate to the characters. You know, you have your main character who goes through some things, but there's a bully in the book who's always yeah. just picking at her. And, you know, and then there's a friend in the book that is encouraging and lifts her up. And it just, hopefully, you know, teenage girls, especially boys read them too. I've had many boys say, I like them. Um, but it's mainly based on t- for teenage girls to mm-hmm. help them be encouraged in in really a hard time in life when they're trying to find themselves, trying to find joy and not realizing why am I so unhappy? Like they can't put their finger on anything. They just know they're not happy. It To me, it's really shocking that teenagers even can contemplate suicide, but even the rates are up yes. kind of high right now, aren't they? They are up. And it's so sad because they have so much to live for, but our world keeps telling them how, you know, how oppressed they are and, mm-hmm. and how sad. And you got, it's me, me, me. You got to figure out what works for you. And I found in life that the more I think about me, the more depressed I am. And the more I've been able to focus on what other people are going through and how I can help them, the more joy I've found, mm-hmm. you know, in in a very light way, you know, I try to put that in the books too. Kids are tired of getting pounded on the head. You can tell them all you want. Well, you need to be less selfish and you need, right. they're not going to hear that. You know, yeah. that's, they don't relate to that. So hopefully by relating to a character in the book, it will help bring out these lessons mm-hmm. without them being preached to or yeah. um, talked down to, or, you know, all the, all the things that they think are happening to them. You know, I always tell Christian parents, their kids, they're going to get the world, but we have to put the good stuff in them, right? Yes. And it's, but then to find the good stuff, it seems like there's tons for preschoolers and elementary kids. But <clears> once <throat> you get to those teenage years, it's kind of hard to find that good material, isn't it? It is. It's very hard. Yeah. Well, you, you know, this is Jennifer Jackson and you have been listening to Simply for Women. What a great conversation that we're just beginning with Sherry Hooley. She is an author. She's a mom. She's a photographer, golf coach. And I want you to join us again at the next episode because we are going to kind of dive in and talk to us about some of those teen issues. Maybe you have a teenager at home and, you know, we need God's perspective. We need God's wisdom and his joy as Sherry 
Jerry was talking about on the show today. So I, you know, I appreciate you listening and having you here with us. And I really hope you will join us next time on Simply for Women. This is Jennifer Jackson. Thanks for listening. that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.